This is what most of the women who work with me complain about when they tell me how they feel diminished, misunderstood, or belittled by their partners, their parents, and their managers. So if you're a partner, a parent, or a manager to a woman, listen up. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach. I am devoted to helping multicultural individuals and couples on the path of transformation communicate consciously to transform their lives and relationships. What a month! First of all, I want to thank all of you who emailed me and thanked me for the podcast episodes during this month of March. And all of you who reached out to me were women. So thank you, ladies, for your words, for letting me know that you felt inspired, committed, more aware, and more empowered. I am so happy to know that you enjoyed all the topics I covered about communication and women during this month in which we celebrate Women's History Month in the United States and International Women's Day all around the world. As I said to you personally, when I responded to all of you who reached out to me, your comments helped me keep going. I am doing this podcast for you, and knowing how you are receiving it, oh, it just fills my heart with equal joy, humility, and pride. Oh, and if this is your first time tuning in, I'm grateful you're here. And to close this month of March, in which I've talked so much about women and communication, today I've prepared an episode for you that is full of communication tools. Because once you become aware of your communication and you reflect on it, you have insights and you know more about your communication patterns and habits, you need to take all that knowledge you've gathered and put it into action. Or else, all this knowledge stays as information. And we know what happens with just information, right? We tend to forget it. So let's take all you've heard and learned and reflected on during these episodes in March, and let's put all that knowledge into compassionate action. You may want to take notes. You may want to grab your pen and journal or open your favorite note-taking app because today I'm going to give you seven ideas you can use right now to honor women when you talk to them. Now, what I'm going to offer you here stems from what we already talked about this month in the Language Alchemy podcast. So if you haven't already, you may want to listen to the four episodes of March. These are episodes number 85, 86, 87, and 88. So from 85 through 88. You can listen to those first and then listen to this one, or you can listen to this episode and then listen to 85 through 88 to gather those insights and engage in reflection, and then come back to this episode so that we can put it all into compassionate action and make it a practice. Many of my students tell me they listen to episodes more than once, which by the way, is a great way to learn. One more detail, in case you're wondering, 
This episode is not just for men or for people who don't identify as women. No, this episode is for women as well. Remember what I shared in previous episodes? We've all been conditioned to communicate with women in ways that tend to hurt women or to give women the message that we are less than men or that we are not enough. Are you ready to listen, take notes, and take action? Okay, great. So without further ado, here are seven ways in which you can show your value of respect toward women when you communicate with them. Number one, when you are in a group of people and you notice that women aren't speaking as much, ask specific women for their own individual take on the topic. Now, you may think, well, Alejandra, I don't want to put a woman on the spot. What if she feels uncomfortable? I'm so glad you thought of that. How respectful. Well, something you can do is to notice women's body language and facial expressions as others are speaking. I teach a lot about noticing people's body language in the Choosing True Connection, the eight-week online course that I teach in the fall. So if you don't know how to pay attention to people's body language, or you don't know what to do once you notice their body language, their facial expressions, check out the Choosing True Connection online course. I haven't opened registration yet, but if you're interested, you can enter your email in the waiting list at languagealchemy.com forward slash enroll, and you'll be the first one to know when registration is open. Now, going back to this tool, after you notice women's body language or a woman's body language and her facial expressions, you can say something like, it's important to hear everybody's perspective on this because each of our perspectives are unique and equally valuable. Who hasn't spoken yet? So you can use some kind of language like that to invite a woman or to invite the women in the room to speak without putting them on the spot. However, if when you notice her body language, you realize that she would like to speak, then ask her directly for her individual take on this. And it's very important that when you invite that woman to speak, you mention words such as, would like to hear about your experience or your opinion, your thoughts, etc. I will talk more about why this kind of language is important during the month of May, but for now, let's go to the second tool. Tool number two. When a woman is speaking, listen and make space. You may know now that most of us listen to men longer than we listen to women. We let men take up more space and speak for a longer period of time. You may have also heard about mansplaining. If you haven't, mansplaining occurs when a man interrupts a woman and offers an unsolicited explanation or gives examples of something he doesn't know a lot about. And when mansplaining is happening, the woman does know what she is talking about. In many occasions, she is actually an expert on the subject. And this, of course, is very condescending and belittling to women. And if you are a woman, you have experienced this. Even if you didn't know what it was called, or if you were not aware of what was happening, 
you felt the frustration and discomfort. Now, because we've all been conditioned to favor men over women and to doubt women, we all tend to do this, not just men. So a way to respect and honor women with your communication is with your listening. Listening is not a communication skill we're taught directly. There are multiple ways of listening and making space for someone when they're speaking. Listening is in fact an advanced skill. I was mentioning the Choosing Through Connection, the eight-week online course before, and listening is the foundation of that course. To learn to listen skillfully with awareness and grounded presence when someone else is speaking. Women have deep wisdom, wisdom that needs space and presence. So when a woman is speaking, make that space for her and listen until she's complete. Tool number three. When a man repeats an idea in his own words that's exactly what a woman just said, it is your responsibility to bring attention to this. Yes, if you want to change this old, outdated, and inaccurate paradigm that women are inferior and men are superior, and you want to change this societal habit, then you need to take responsibility when you notice that a man is appropriating what a woman has just said. And most of the time men do this, they are unconsciously appropriating a woman's idea as their own. Now, when I talk about taking responsibility, I don't mean taking ownership. And I'm also not implying that you need to chastise the man. No, from the perspective of language alchemy, Taking responsibility means being able to respond to what's going on. So when you notice this is happening, you can take responsibility by communicating with confidence. Remember that language alchemy is about being able to communicate with clarity, confidence, and compassion. So in this instance, you need to embody your natural quality of confidence and say something such as, Yes, Mike, it sounds like you agree with Miriam's idea or with Miriam's opinion or with Miriam's suggestion. So you need to use that woman's name. Then you need to repeat what, in this example, Miriam said using language such as, so Miriam's idea or opinion or suggestion is, and lay that out again, establishing that it is her idea. And if you don't remember exactly what that was, you can go back to Miriam and said, Miriam, can you tell us more about your idea? And to reinforce this even more, if you are with other people, you can follow up with a question. For example, ask who else agrees with Miriam's opinion or what do you think about Miriam's suggestion? By doing this, you are taking responsibility. You are responding to what's happening. A man has appropriated a woman's idea, but you mention that woman's name and you use conscious language to highlight and reinforce that this idea belongs to her. Let's talk about tool number four. When a woman is expressing her feelings, learn. 
Even though we all need to work on having access and communicating our feelings, even we women do, women tend to have greater access to their feelings. Feelings are ways of knowing and experiencing life. The science of yoga and other ancient philosophies teach that we humans are intellectual beings, we are physical beings, spiritual beings, energetic beings, and also emotional beings. All these layers of who we are help us have a deeper understanding and experience of life. So when a woman is expressing her feelings, be receptive to learning from her, to learning how she's having a deeper understanding of her experience. And by the way, feelings are so varied. I recorded a whole podcast series about feelings and communicate feelings that you can check out. Those are podcasts 55 through 62. If a woman is expressing a feeling, any feeling from sadness and anguish to delight and elation to frustration and anger, do not criticize her for her feelings. Once again, learn from her. Life will be much richer for you when you learn to have access to your feelings and communicate them out loud. Now, if you're wondering how to do that, how to have access to your feelings and communicate them, that requires skillful support. And it's one of my favorite skills to teach my coaching clients. If you'd like me to teach you, you can schedule a one-on-one communication coaching consultation with me, and we can talk about how you can get my skillful and steady support to tap into, understand, and communicate your feelings. Just go to languagealchemy.com forward slash new client, and you can schedule a coaching consultation with me. I will add the links in the show notes. Let's go to tool number five. When you are talking to a woman about her contributions, mention all the contributions she's actually making. There's a lot of research out there, especially research that comes from labor practices, that show that when people talk about women's contribution or give them a job performance review or even feedback, they tend to talk about their personality. But when they talk about men's contributions or give men a job performance review or feedback, they mention the men's actions, not their personalities. So when you're talking about a woman's contributions, mention that woman's actions. And this is not just for you when you want to give feedback or a performance review to a woman at work. Mention her contributions in any situation especially in the day-to-day of your home life. For example, if you'd like to thank your female partner for a lovely weekend getaway, instead of saying something like, the weekend was great, you looked so beautiful and you're so sweet and funny, I had a great time, say something like this instead. The weekend was great, I loved having conversations with you about how you are devoting your time to empowering others. And wow, you planned every aspect of our time together so well. You really put a lot of work into this. Thank you. Notice the difference? Tool number six. 
When a woman makes a mistake or says something that's inaccurate, don't ridicule her or don't say, that's wrong or no, it's not like that. Also, don't belittle her by saying, what do you know about this? Or don't doubt her by saying something like, are you sure what you're saying is true? When men make a mistake, we've learned to be more graceful, more understanding, and more patient. And the truth is that we all make mistakes. So tap into your natural qualities of grace, patience, and understanding when a woman makes mistakes because you know what? She will, just like you will. And if you don't know how to do this, consider how you would like someone to respond to you when you make a mistake. What would you like them to say to you? How would you like them to respond to you? And don't just think of the words. Think also of the tone of voice. And if as you are listening to this right now, you realize that this is something you need to work on, then after you consider what you'd like to hear from another person when you make a mistake and how you would like them to say it, write it down and then say it out loud a few times. Yes, imprinted in your conscious mind. Practice saying that so that when a woman makes a mistake, those understanding, patient, and graceful words can roll out of your mouth in a kind and skillful way. And last but not least, number seven. This is what most of the women who work with me complain about when they tell me how they feel diminished, misunderstood, or belittled by their partners, their parents, and their managers. So if you're a partner, a parent, or a manager to a woman, listen up. When a woman is telling you about a personal experience, especially if that experience is painful or uncomfortable, don't jump into giving her advice. Do this instead. Listen, ask her empathic questions, take a few breaths, and wait. When you interrupt a woman to give her unsolicited advice, you are playing the role of protector. A woman telling you something stressful doesn't mean you need to perpetuate the patriarchal archetype of the damsel in distress. Women are very resourceful. So when a woman is telling you about something difficult or uncomfortable that she went through, let her speak, because this is how many women connect to their own resources. Now, of course, if the woman asks you for advice, give it to her, but only if she asks. All right, I'm wondering which tool you're going to put into practice right away. I'd love for you to email me or DM me on Instagram at Language Alchemy and let me know. You know that I love hearing from you. And for now, let's recap what you've heard in this episode. In this episode, I shared seven transformative communication tools you can put into practice right now to communicate with women in a way that respects and honors them. Number one, when you're with a group of people, make sure you include women by asking them for their specific opinion. Number two, when a woman is speaking, listen and make space. Number three, 
When a man appropriates an idea that belongs to a woman, mention the woman's name as the originator of that idea. Number four, when a woman is expressing her feelings, learn from her. Number five, when you are talking to a woman about her contributions or giving her feedback, talk about her actions and avoid talking about her personality. Number six, when a woman makes a mistake or says something that's inaccurate, be as graceful, patient, and kind as when a man makes a mistake. Number seven, when a woman is telling you about an uncomfortable personal experience, don't interrupt with advice. Listen, ask her empathic questions, take a few breaths, and wait. When you put these transformative communication tools into action, you will be changing this outdated and inaccurate view of the world that women are not enough or that women are less than men. When you use these communication tools, you will be bringing forth equality and equity for all the women in your life. And isn't that worth doing? Of course it is. Thank you so much for listening. And a special thanks to Claudia, Carol, and Valerie for emailing me and letting me know that the Language Alchemy podcast is helping you think about communication differently. And thank you for saying that you are committing to communicating with greater awareness for the benefit of all beings. Next week, I am going to talk about communication in alignment with your values. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapo. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.